Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. You guys have been asking me to make a video on speed dating for quite a while now. So I think it's high time I made today's video. It's surprisingly easy to do really, really well at speed dating events, especially when you consider that your competition really isn't that great. So today I'm gonna to share with you four strategies to ensure you get matches from most of the women you talk to at speed dating events. Keep watching to find out. So for those of you who've never been to a speed dating event or don't know much about it, Essentially what happens at a speed dating event is you go to this event and there's a limited number of people. There's a, they try to have an equal number of men and women at the event. So the number can vary greatly from event to event. I've been to speed dating events with 10 people. I've been to speed dating events with 100 people. But essentially what you do is you'll sit across from each other. Usually it sits, sometimes it stand, but you'll sit across from each other and you'll be sort of usually in a circle. So everyone sits down, man and woman facing each other and you've got somewhere between three and eight minutes, depending on who's arranging it, to talk. And when that time is done, someone will ring a bell or they'll sound a gong or they'll do something along those lines and everyone, like either the men or the women, gets up and they move across one to the city next to a new woman. So at a speed dating event, you're talking to a whole bunch of different women. Now, the key at a speed dating event is that you have a piece of paper and if you like that person and would like to know more about them or would like to meet them or get their number, you put a tick next to the name and if not, then you put a little cross. So if you both people put a tick next to the person's name, then the speed dating company lets them exchange numbers or rather gives them contact details of that person so you can talk more. So it's a little bit like a Tinder swiping thing, except it's not the same. Obviously, it follows a slightly different set of rules, but the same basic principle. You've both got to like each other in order to meet. But you've got a very limited amount of time to do that. So do I rate speed dating as a strategy to meet women? Uh, yeah, I, I, look, I do. I think that you need to be aware that the average age of, of uh, women at speed dating events is over 30, definitely. Um, so, you know, I tend to say, look, if you're a man who's over 35, it's a great way to meet a whole bunch of new women in, in one session. I will also say that, look, in reality, you will get better results cold approaching in the street, like approaching women at bars, clubs, all that kind of thing. But I think speed dating is a great alternative for men who are too shy to do the random cold approach. They don't have a lot of confidence in themselves. It's a great way to get out there and start meeting women. You gotta pay for it, that's the downside, but it's usually not too expensive. So I do rate it. And if you're the kind of guy who's been curious about it, wants to go to them, I say, yeah, go check them out. They can be a lot of fun. So let's get stuck into these four points. These four ways that you're gonna make a really amazing first impression, because that's what you gotta do. You're gonna make an incredible impression and make it think, I'd like to meet this guy again. So let's get started with point number one. Now this shouldn't be a surprise if you know any of my training at all. The second you see a woman, you go over to talk to her, you gotta give her really great eye contact and you've gotta smile. And I mean, you gotta smile good and proper, not just like, you know, like a half crooked smile. Give her a big beaming smile when you say hello to her. Now, I know that some guys will say, wait up, I've read studies that say that women prefer men's Men, women find men more sexy when they have a serious face than when they have a smiling face and all this kind of stuff. To which I say, yes, those studies exist, but this isn't just a photograph. What this is, is this woman's about to have a conversation with a man and she's likely already had lots of really awkward, boring conversations with men. 
And so the first thing you want to do is make it feel like this is going to be comfortable, relaxed, non-awkward and positive experience. And so giving a woman a big smile and really great eye contact projects that it creates this really good first impression when she meets you. And that's what you want her to be, relaxed and open to talking and getting to know you. So yeah, big smile, really great eye contact the second you, you move over and sit down in front of her. The next thing you really want to do, and I found this to be powerful, and a lot of guys don't do this because a lot of men at speed dating events tend to be a little bit more shy. So the second thing that you want to do is you want to create physical contact. Now, sometimes that might be a handshake. Sometimes that might be a hug. Uh, you know, different speed dating events, it depends also on how they're sort of set up. But what I tell guys to do, and it's a way to differentiate themselves as well, is when they move over to, to a new woman, I'll get them to say, Hey, let me ask you, would you prefer a handshake or a hug, right? So you move over and you go, hey, I'm Damien. Would you prefer a handshake or a hug to say hello? And the woman will tell you, I prefer a hug. Oh, I prefer a handshake. And that's fine. Give her a handshake, give her a hug, sit down and then start talking. That um, initiation of physical contact is actually quite powerful. We like people who touch us in a positive way or touch us in a way that we feel is positive much more um, intuitively, we like them more intuitively than people who we have never touched before. Um, physical contact, we're very social creatures, it's a really big one. But of course, unwanted physical contact, so if a woman isn't a very touchy-feely person, she's not comfortable getting into a, a man's social, uh, uh, man's personal space to give him a hug, that can feel like negative uh, uh, social contact and that'll then become a negative experience and then your likelihood of her wanting to match with you dec like decreases. So always ask. I find that's the best thing to do. Do one of the two, but always ask which she'd prefer. It's a differentiator too because most men won't. They'll either just awkwardly go in for the hug um, and if she's not up for it, too bad. Or they'll they'll just go awkwardly go for the handshake, not sure what else to do. So I find that's really powerful. But yes, physical contact is a really big one. Number three is three, I can't hold my finger properly, is one, again, shouldn't be a surprise, but it, it, it is a, a really important one. And I harp on about this over and over and over again, but for speed dating, it's critical. And that is a little bit of fun, banter, playfulness in your interactions. Uh, I mean, look, nothing creates attraction more rapidly than laughing with someone, right? A woman laughing with a guy, a little bit of teasing, a little bit of banter is so powerful for the attraction process and it'll make her like you very rapidly. I mean, I don't like that guy. He made me laugh. It's something that no woman has ever said ever in the history of women. So it's really big, but I understand that a lot of guys who are getting into speed dating might not be so great at coming up with a tease. You know, in an ideal world, that's what you do. You, you, you'd have a little bit of a tease, a little bit of banter, um, you know, make fun of her in a sort of a little bit of playful way. Like, oh my God, I love those earrings. They're, they're so sparkly, right? I bet those would make the most amazing fishing lures, <laughs> right? Something like that, you know, um, that's fine. But I know that a lot of you will struggle to think of something on the fly. So for those of you who struggle, a really good strategy would be this. When you sit down in front of women, you'll find women will often ask you the same questions over and over again. One of the most common questions is, what do you do for work? And so what I often advise guys going to speed dating events is come up with a really fun anecdote or playful way of describing what you do for work. Because most women, they're going to ask you that question. So, you know, look, I mean, I, I, I'm a dating coach and that's already an interesting profession, I suppose. But, you know, if women ask me what I do for work, I don't just say I'm a dating coach, right? What I say is, so, so actually what I do is I help uh, men who struggle with confidence with women and aren't sure what to do and say around women to become much more confident in themselves around women to be and therefore more attractive to the women they want to speak to. Um, kind of like, have you seen the movie Hitch? 
Yeah, like Hitch, but I'm a white chocolate version. So it's just a, like a, a playful little ending to that of what I do for work. But you know, there are others, you know, if you, for example, let's say you work in IT uh, and a woman says, what do you do for work? You could say to her, you know, I, so I actually work, I do IT um, down in the city at a local law firm, part of the IT department there. You gotta be really careful with IT people because I'll tell you what, most people don't realize, but if you're mean to IT people, they can do really mean things back to you, right? I always say like, if someone's really rude to you when you go and fix their computer, like they just grunt thank you, right? You can make porn appear on their screen in the most inopportune of moments, like you're talking to the boss and bam, midget porn appears on your screen. That's really awkward, really difficult to explain. So yeah, be nice to your IT people. So again, just a little bit of a joke around midget porn, blah, 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 blah. Now, this might not be your kind of humor, it's my kind of humor, but what you're doing is you've got a pre-prepared answer and you can use it on every single woman because pretty much every single woman's gonna ask you, so what do you do for work? And then you've got an answer and at least it's a bit funner. It's injecting humor into the conversation when there's humor there, just far more likely to wanna swap numbers with you and, and, and meet with you outside of the date. Now, number four is one that I think some of you will be a little uncomfortable with because it's around compliments. Now, the one thing you don't want to do when you are going and sitting down with women at speed dating events is to go, oh, wow, you're cute. Or, oh, wow, you're hot. Or, oh, wow, what lovely hair. Or stuff like that. You know, even, I mean, in my tees, I complimented her earrings, but then I kind of made it into a tease. You don't want to, there's something that, uh, compliments on looks, like what I call cheap compliments, right? A cheap compliment is something that anyone can pick out of the air, right? Oh, you're cute. Oh, you've got nice hair or all that kind of stuff. Cheap compliments can easily feel cheap and can easily feel contrived, right? Like you're trying to make her like you, like you're trying to suck up to her and put her on a pedestal. Cheap compliments rarely get you anywhere unless a woman has really low self-esteem. What I say is that compliments can be super powerful when you know how to use them. So what you really wanna do is in, in the five to eight sort of minutes that you've got in a speed dating event, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find something about her that I think is really genuinely compliment worthy. Right, and it's usually something that she's proud of about herself. Because that tends to come up in conversation when you're talking about what she does and who she is and all that kind of stuff. You try to find that. And if you can find that and then compliment her on that and give her a genuine heartfelt compliment on that, that counts for something. So let me give you an example. Let's say that I'm talking to a woman who is a vet. That's what she does for work. Now I could just go, oh yeah, vets are cool. I love animals. Or you could think about a little bit deeper, right? And the compliment that I would give to a vet would be something along the lines of, you know what, I, I really respect vets because you don't get into veterinary, I mean, you do the same amount of work that a doctor does. It's a hard course to get into. It's a grueling like five, six years of study. You don't get paid nearly enough, but you, what you do, you do because you love it, because you love animals, because you wanna help animals, you know? I regularly meet doctors that are crap at what they do. They don't really give a damn about patients. But I, I never meet a vet who doesn't absolutely love animals to pieces. So I, I love vets and I really respect that they've chosen to do something that they love. That is a genuine compliment for a woman who would be a vet. And, and, and 99 times out of 100, you're going to be hit the nail on the head. That's something she's proud of about herself, right? She could have done medicine. She had the brains to do it. She practically did do medicine, but not for humans, for dogs, right? And so you can do this with lots of different professions sometimes. Obviously not if she's a secretary or a dental hygienist or something like this, but some professions like, uh, you know, it means there's something deeper there that's worth complimenting. If a woman has done a lot of traveling on her own and, and exploring and adventuring, that's worth a compliment because a lot of women are too scared to go and see the world alone and do that kind of stuff. Give her a compliment that she must be really adventurous. She's got an amazing sense of self and self-empowerment. 
really cool. So yeah, look for those things. And you know, if you can't find something that's genuinely worth a genuine compliment in a woman in five to eight minutes, maybe put a, a cross next to her name. Just saying, maybe that's what you're gonna to wanna to do there. Because yeah, compliments are super powerful when you use them well. When you find, when you hit that nail on the head, she's gonna love you for it because you'd love her for it if she found out the thing about you that you're really proud of about yourself and really saw that and complimented you, you'd feel really validated and you'd love her for it. So much more likely to stick a tick next to the name. Now, if you do these things in interactions, you should find that you get at least 80% ticks next to the name at speed dating events. It's actually not hard to do well. As I said in the beginning, your competition is crap. So if you're a little bit fun, you give a really genuine compliment, you initiate physical contact, and you've got really great eye contact, a big smile on your face, you're fine, you're getting a lot of those ticks, and that's really, really cool. Now, aside from this, when you're at speed dating, you're gonna need to be a little bit aware that your personality um, is going to affect what your strengths and weaknesses are gonna be when you're talking to women at these events. Now, I've developed a personality test that looks at 16 different aspects of your personality. It's based on a really, really well-known classical Raymond Cattell style uh, personality profile. I'm gonna look at 16 different parts of your personality. I'm gonna tell you exactly how those personality traits are gonna affect the ways that you interact with women. Because it's important to know what your strengths and weaknesses are organically based on your hormone profile, based on your brain wiring, neurological makeup what you should capitalize on or what you should try to work around when talking to women because that can be super powerful especially at speed dating events if you want to take that test right now it's totally free go and check the link up there and take it right now it'll take you about 15 minutes it's pretty comprehensive but the answers might just blow you away and give you some really amazing insight into yourself that's it and thank you for watching today's podcast as a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.